Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to episode 255 of the Player Player Podcast. Before we get started, I want to give a big thank you to the both old and new additions to our crew tuning in to listen to us do what we do. And what is that, Arsene? Talk about video games. Talk about video games. Every Thursday of every week, we gather around the virtual water cooler, discuss video games and the culture surrounding them. I'm your host, Joseph Hooper, a.k.a. The Hoop Man, along with my co-host, the fabled Arsene Lakba. Hello, everyone. It is me, the fabled Arsene. <laughs> Welcome to my showcase review. Yes, today we'll be talking all about video games and showcases and everything full of whimsy. All right, everyone. Goodbye. See, now I know for sure that you listened to that trailer with the volume off because that is <laughs> that, that's not like that's what not fables about. No, that's not. That's more I mean, Gollum. Maybe. Okay. I mean, it's just a little mix of Gollum and Fable. Uh, okay. But anyway, we also have another guest joining us for the first time. We have a co-host of the Left Behind Game Club, and today our expert gaming showcase analyst, Katie Lesperance. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, yeah, Absolutely. you were like, hey, are you watching the showcases? Do you want to come on and talk about the showcases? I'm like, hells yes, I'm going to watch all the showcases. Tis the season. Tis is, tis is, tis is the season. <laughs> I saw your uh, I saw your Twitter thread. I think it was on like Summer Game Fest or something. I was like, all right, this is the analytical breakdown, play-by-play discussions that we need on the show. So we got you here, and we're ready, all right? Because let me tell you, it was a jam-packed past couple days, all right? There were some highs, some lows, and we're going we're gonna to get into it all, starting with just our overall impressions of some of the bigger showcases, uh, starting with Summer Game Fest, Jeff's Keeley, Jeff's Keeley's, I don't know, like third foray into this little showcase uh, presentation, and... Uh, Definitely different from the past ones. I think that he listened to some feedback. Um, still has some ways to go. But overall, let's start with Arsen. What were your thoughts coming out of the Summer Game Fest showcase? Summer Game Showcase um, was everything I think I wanted out of a showcase. You know, I know that's kind of like, you know, saying a lot here. But when you consider the fact that I did not have many expectations going in. You know, I sat there and I said, look, Jeff, I know you're going to give me some games. That's all I want to see. As long as you show me, you know, decent bit of, you know, trailers here and there, you know, gameplay, cinematics, maybe a couple release dates, I'm going to be set. And I think that he more than delivered on that. Um, I think the that's definitely kind of like the theme here for a lot of the, the showcases is as long as your expectations were low. Or, you know, they don't have to be super low. You know, they can yeah. just be kind of like mid. Then you're not going to be disappointed. And I don't think I was disappointed at all with uh, with Summer Games Fest. So I'm and I'm very excited to see, you know, where we go with the future of the Game Fest. How how can we, you know, grow this and make these, this event even bigger in the future? So, yeah. Good job. Sure. Katie. So I have mixed feelings about the Summer Game Fest Ooh. showcase itself. I generally speaking, I like where we're headed. I like that it turned into a live showcase. I think, mm-hmm. like, audience energy really, really helps out. Um, I think it was a little long. Uh, just a little, a little bit. I feel like there's a little bit of fat there you could cut. And I'm sure part of the reason that it's there is he has to pay the bills. Like, I'm sure the number of games that are in there is for a reason. But mm-hmm. it just starts to drag a little bit. Right around, like, the two-third mark, I was like, oh, 
there was maybe like five things in a row that I just didn't care about that I was like, I'm waning a little bit. Um, And this is where, Arsene, you're right. Low to mid expectations are good because I wanted (laughs) one thing, one big thing that to surprise me. Like, I feel like a lot of the big stuff was stuff that we already know about um that showed like maybe the second trailer for a game or they talked about it a little bit more and they give you like one extra little nugget um but i wanted like one game to really shock me and then at the end when he's like hey i've got one more thing and jeff's eyes lit up and he got all excited i was like this is it and then it 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 was a game we hadn't seen before but we knew was coming yeah Mm -hmm. yeah okay okay also, uh, I, I will say, though, that my opinion is slightly colored because it uh, like it affected it a bit because I was basically in the beginnings of food poisoning about oh. midway through the show, which is probably why I thought oh, it was dang. too long. Yeah, that I was that would like, do it. what you got for me, Jeff? And then he, he presented a game and I was like, great. And then I went and, you know, upchucked again and then came oh, back okay. and I was like, what else you got, Jeff? And then it. Wow. That's commitment enough. right there. Jeez. It was a lot, yeah. So You, you could have um, watched it at a different point, but no, you stuck through it. Well, what else you was to I watch it do, live. really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> For, you know, be part of the conversation. I don't know. So I feel like it affected my opinion a little bit. So I was curious to see how it, what everyone else felt. Fair enough. Fair enough. I am gotcha. in between you two. Um, I thought it was pretty good for a Jeff showcase. I think Jeff gets the privilege of being graded on a slightly different rubric than all of the other publishers because for the most part he's not in control of what he can show um, a lot of people want to save stuff for their own showcases and stuff like that uh, but I think what he can control is pacing for the most part um, and I still think the pacing needs a little bit of work but overall I feel like I did enjoy this maybe the most so far um, I really did appreciate looking at Mortal Kombat and, and Alan Wake and all that stuff. You know, it was cool to have Final Fantasy at the end. Um, similar to what Katie is saying, there was nothing that really blew me away in terms of new stuff. And I think that's just going to be how it is sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, unless he has an indie dev that's in his pocket that he can show or like a a third-party developer that doesn't really have allegiance to anybody. Those cases will get some cool things like the Elden Ring gameplay or whatever, but for the most part, this is what we got. Um, my only critique is that there's still kind of weird trailers in here where it's like generic video game, the video game, and <laughs> I would have much rathered like a interesting indie game with a unique style or a unique premise be shown in those um, spaces, but I don't know. Maybe those people pay it to be on the stage and that's how the bills got paid. I don't know. But overall, that was pretty decent. So kudos to you, Jeff. Um, hopefully next year is even better. Moving on. And we'll get to the games. We'll come back to the games in a bit. But moving on. Overall thoughts. Let's you know, let's take a quick detour to Devolver, all right? Our sin and I, you know, <laughs> big fans of Devolver, big fans of the bits. Katie, I don't know if you watched the Devolver showcase. Um of but we were we were in we were waiting for a good time. Jacob out here bought one of the only I think the only t-shirt uh, <laughs> that Devolver sold on eBay. I think he paid probably upwards of eighty dollars for this t-shirt. We'll get to that in a minute. Um, and you know, 
what did they have to show us? Arsene, give me your thoughts on the Devolver Showcase. You know, I think Devolver definitely, over the past X amount of years, has set themselves up as the the meme showcase. You know, you know what you're going to get. You know you're going to get a, an extended bit. It's going to be a showcase that's parading showcases themselves. It's, you know, a satire of, you know, something related with uh, society in this, you know, year's case. It was talking about AI and everybody's obsession with that um, currently. Um, and while that is good, you know, it's it's fun. I think, you know, it's starting to wear on me just a little bit. And I'm, I'm just going to talk about the showcase itself for, now, <laughs> for a second. Um, it's starting to wear on me a little bit. You know, I'm, you know, I'm not an old man. I'm, I'm 25 years old. I consider myself to be young, but man, do I feel like this is, you know, pushing, you know, high school humor a little bit, <laughs> you know, it's, it's a little high schooly. I'm like, eh, this would have been like, you know, funny thing. I would love to show my friends back in the day, but now I'm just kind of like, okay, I get the jokes. Can we get to see some good games? We saw some good games. I will say that they were solid, but I just want, I think I want to see more of games, maybe more extended looks of games that we know are coming and they only delivered four games. And that was not enough for me. And they all, and, and the showcases, I guess their showcases are always super short, which I guess is good, but give me a little more Devolver. I want to see Plucky Squire, man. I want to see a little bit yes. more of that. I, I like. I love Plucky Squire. I love. I love the the trailers I've seen so far. Um, but yeah, I I don't know. It, the The showcase overall is definitely hitting the low. It, it's getting low marks for me. I will say. Okay, Katie. Katie. So, as far as um, showcases doing bits. I think Devolver does it the best of of everyone as far as making a bit. Like, honestly, every other showcase, when they're doing a bit, I'm like, is this done yet? Like, just over. <laughs> yeah, for Make sure. Make it over. Please, stop doing like what you're Ubisoft doing. Guy. <laughs> oh, my God. That's bad. Um, but this year was like an, an SNL skit that went way too long. That went like three mm-hmm. times longer than it should. Where it's like, oh, th- oh, that's a funny idea. Okay, I see what you did there. And then it's like, oh no, <laughs> but you're still doing it, and we're still going, we're still going, and we're making the same joke. Um, and I'm like, you could have condensed this. And yes, shown an extra two games. If you'd replaced some of the bits with like two more games, I think it would have been awesome. I think I'd been like, oh, a a showcase, great. But um, yeah, it was a little. I was like, okay, this is this is too much. Volvi, E E is not that funny. <laughs> yeah. It was funny for a minute. I, I don't know. <laughs> then it was over. Yeah, I mean, I'm with you guys. I don't want to beat a dead horse. It was. It was. I mean, to be fair, I actually like this bit way more than last year's bit, where I didn't know what was going on. It was crazy. Was it like, a weird yeah. marketing thing last year? Something to do with something like, to do with marketing games? Yeah, it was like. I don't know. Like and they brought in Suda Fifty One, I think. Oh yeah, Suda Fifty. It was just weird, man. But mm-hmm. this time I was like, okay, I can get down with this. Volvi got a big hand. It's pretty. It's a pretty simple thing for me to enjoy. But man, when it ended, and I was like, oh wait, this was we had a bet, Arson and I. I think we both said the same thing where we were like, will the showcase be fifty percent bit? And Ooh. I mean, I didn't do the math yet, and I think it was like. When I saw that these were the only games that they had shown, I was super disappointed, uh, especially because in terms of like new games, we didn't get many new games. We got updates on some older games, but 
to me, I think they were the wrong games to get updates with. I'm very excited about Wizard with a Gun, but Plucky Squire getting a release date would have been big. Um, Angerfoot, which I'm not super excited about personally, but I know a lot of people are excited about Angerfoot. If that would have got a release date, that would have been nice. So yeah, it's kind of a bummer when you watch something for 30 minutes and you're like, hmm, didn't really come out of that with a lot new that I'm excited about, which is unfortunate. So uh, Devolver, I still love Devolver. Still excited for Plucky Square whenever that's coming out. But uh, yeah, this showcase missed the mark for me. For sure. They've got a lot like I'm looking at their website now, they've got a lot of games like on the on the docket, ready not necessarily ready to come out, but you know, supposedly coming out soon. Mm-hmm. We could see Gumbrella, hello. Oh you yeah. Know, little pepper grinder action, skate story, you know, we could I have mean, seen any story. of those. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, but, exactly. So I don't know. Yeah, who knows where these these games are. I guess we'll see soon, hopefully. Hopefully, hopefully. Um but speaking of Dis- disappointing showcases. I did want to take another pit stop at Ubisoft. Uh, <laughs> let me just start off by saying probably one of the worst showcases I've seen in a really long time. I mean, uh, I think Snowbike Mike said it best where he said it looked like they were presenting at a La Quinta Inn in like the little like you know, ballroom <laughs> they got there. Like the setup just looked hella low quality for no reason. Um, it's just a bunch of like business people a lot of people talking shout out to the guy who came out for star wars and was like i know you just want to see the game like you just want to see gameplay right <laughs> like all right then and then he just proceeds to go into this long speech about star wars i'm like bro <laughs> what are you doing who wrote this man like so um i will say i'm very very excited about star wars outlaws and we'll talk about that in a second but that 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 press conference did no favors to the games, and it was overall boring. One of the worst things I saw this uh, this weekend. Uh, Katie, did you watch it? Yeah, I feel bad if you did. Dang, I watched that's, that's the really whole thing. Yeah, Cause, okay. Mainly because I'm waiting for the Star Wars. I'm like, bring me the Star Wars, please. <laughs> yes, um, yes. But it just felt it felt like what Ubisoft is right now, which is a a business. It feels like a business that also makes games mm-hmm. that uh, we want these games to contribute to our business and our bottom line. And we're going to show you the games that we're going to bring you that you're hopefully going to buy. And here they are. And it's like, where's you make games like they have a little excitement. And they're like, no, yeah. these are our three different varieties of Assassin's Creed. Here you go. <laughs> Great. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It, it didn't. Like I said, I was just waiting for Star Wars, basically. I was like, God, let's get through this, please. Arson, did yeah. you watch it? I was, you know, kind of in and out on it. Sure. But I will say I agree pretty much about the showcase itself, you know, being like, you know, kind of lackluster, kind of, you know, a little bit businessy. But I think the content, it it didn't hit, you know, Summer Games Fest or Xbox level of like hype. But they had, to, I thought they had some pretty decent things that they, were shown they have big games coming. a handful yeah they did have yeah. they have big games coming which I, i'm like okay that's cool but i do agree wholeheartedly that they need to work on their showcase like the presence that they bring and like you know get some get some gamers in the audience i want to see, hear somebody you know <laughs> like oh yeah uh yep. x defiant ooh, you know something like that that, that would, and that would it really cuts to the audience and the audience is just like either either staring off into space 
politely clapping, uh, chatting <laughs> yeah. amongst themselves. I'm like, just don't touch the audience then. Like, don't even do yeah, it. Don't, oh, man. don't embarrass yourself. I mean, if I was there, I would be on my feet for that Just Dance intro that they did. That Olympic <laughs> Just go. Dance intro. Let me tell you. Um, yeah, I think this showcase is like the perfect example of like, hey, presentation matters a lot. How you contextualize the games or show off the games matter a lot. Um, and like Arson said, there was some good stuff there. Um, we'll talk about some of it, but um, yeah, just didn't. Just the way they framed it was boring to me. Um, I don't, I don't know how else to put it. Um, but coming around to one of the final shows, I mean, we could also talk about Capcom. That was kind of boo boo as well. I don't even. They didn't even really show anything. If you guys have any comments about Capcom, feel free to spew them out. But I didn't. I don't think there's much to talk about there. That was actually probably the worst showcase, to be honest. It was the worst. That was, and looking back, Capcom has done this repeatedly. Like I yeah. can't. Their their <laughs> showcases tend to be bad. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know if it was bad, but, but most no, of the games bad, yeah. just don't speak to me. Like I just, mm-hmm. I'm just not interested in. Capcom is crushing it, but there's only so many Capcom games that I personally care about. So, like, if they show Monster Hunter, some people are going to be really, really hyped. I don't really care. Um, sure. But there just didn't seem to be a lot. Like, everything was very surfacey. Like, we have this yeah. game and, like, just surface level bit and then moving on. And then they <laughs> dove into Dragon's Dogma, which mostly talked about how AI companions work. They're like, you're going to have mm-hmm. companions, and they're going to be operated by an AI. I'm like, okay. Let's go. Yeah. I thought that's As how companions it Companions are, yes. Thank yeah. you. Like, <laughs> I was like, why are we talking about this? Like, I'm sure there's something more interesting about Dragon's Dogma 2 that we could be talking about than how the AI of your companions work. But. Arsene? Uh, yeah, I didn't even really want. I'm trying to see. Did I see any of this showcase? I mean, no, you've I seen it to... for sure. Uh, I can promise you, you've seen it. Maybe it wouldn't it wasn't in the showcase, but you've seen it before because everything they showed was oh. basically recycled footage. That is true. Yeah, I think that Capcom might need to save 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 a little buck. Go ahead and just put these trailers in somebody else's showcase. You know, yep. sprinkle them out, sprinkle them out. You know, be generous. Save save the energy. They're I mean like like you were saying, Katie. They're putting out some bangers. We got all the Resident Evils are good. Street Fighter is slapping. Dragon's Dogma is gonna be good. I mean, I'm not worried about the games. So mm-hmm. no, this, these not showcases are kind of not everyone yeah, needs their own showcase, right? Yeah, like not yeah. everyone needs to put on their own showcase. It's okay. Very true. Very true. But you know who does need their own showcase because they have many, 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 many studios? That is Xbox, all right? And that's the last one I kind of want to talk about here. Um, Obviously, Xbox coming off of some turmoil with Redfall, getting clown from here to the moon and back. Um, A lot of people are saying, hey, man, this is it, man. You guys need to show us something. Xbox is is dying. Phil Spencer needs to be fired immediately unless you guys show us the goods. Um, and the Xbox showcase showed up. Uh, slight aside, I did watch this in a movie theater. Um, Arsene, I know you wanted me to come back with some cool stories, some, some fun stories about the theater. Honestly, there wasn't really anything crazy that happened. We walked Man. up. They gave us a little concession card for $10 to get us some little snacks. Um, and we just sat down and, and watched it. There were no uh, Xbox fanboys that were going crazy, hooting and hollering. I mean, there were people. Like, I would hear people whisper in the back, like, 
the trailer would start and somebody would be like, come on, come on. Like, I don't know what they wanted <laughs> to be shown, but you know, they, you know, they were, people were cheering, hoping and cheering for stuff. The only yeah, thing that, the only thing wild that happened was our little friend, Jonathan kept starting applauses after every single game. No. This oh, man was no. starting applause. No. Like, <laughs> it would be the most ass trailer. They would show Elder Scrolls Online. <laughs> and I mean, I think for the most part, he got everybody. Everybody started clapping for the most part. But was it I, a bit? I think, like, I mean, I think he just liked it. It was a bit, right? You know, he's not clapping for, for an Elder Scrolls Online update. But what I'll say is most people were clapping, but I, I'm pretty sure... It might have been Elder Scrolls. It might have been something else. He tried to start a clap on like Elder Scrolls, and people weren't having it. There was like one guy in the front was like, "All right, I'll clap for this." For everybody was like, "Nah, this ain't it, bro." Fallout that seventy six, it might have been. But uh, yeah, other than that, it was pretty straightforward. Uh, it was a good time. Nice to see uh, all these trailers on the big screen. Uh, but let's let's go into how they did. This was supposed to be the big one. This is this needs to reset things coming off the Redfall blunder and, and kind of answer some questions that we've had for quite a long time for Xbox. Uh, let's start with Katie. How did you enjoy the Xbox Showcase? Xbox Showcase crushed it. That's a showcase. Like, mm-hmm. if you're coming out and saying, we're putting on a showcase and you need to be there because we're going to talk about things you care about and it's exciting and yay, video games, this is it. Like, there's very little filler. Like you said, there's you know, your, your Elder Scrolls Online. You're like, there's a couple, but even those are short to the point. Mm-hmm. Get them out of the way, on to the next big game. Um, yeah, like, PlayStation, take notes. That's how you put on a show. If you're uh-uh. going to announce a showcase, it, it better not be, you know, three uh, state of plays packed together. Like, it should mm-hmm. mean something. And this means something. Like it was, it was really good. It was entertaining. And I don't even own an Xbox, and I was pumped. <laughs> yeah. One day they'll get me. I know it. They, they just Soon keep on creeping up. And one day, so you're, you don't even have a PC Game Pass, nothing like that either. I, I get it now and then. Like basically every few okay, months, I I'll get you. it for a couple months and like rip through some games and then put it away. Um, so That's yes, I will use Game Pass now and then, but I don't have a console yet. But that might change. If some of these Uh-oh. big games end up being really good, because I don't think I can play Starfield on my on my computer, it's just not gotcha. going to happen. So we'll yeah. see. But okay. I'm going to wait for the actual games to come out and be good. Nice. But the showcase right. was crushed it. Arson, nice. um, I'm in agreement here. A great showcase. They showed lots of games. I was going to say the same thing. Like PlayStation needed to do something like this if they wanted people to be hype and excited for the games they have their lineup coming up. Like they. It's like a night and day difference, pretty much here. Um, so I feel like we had like a, a ton of games that were announced. Uh, some of the ga- some of the studios that we were looking to for being like, oh yeah, you guys haven't uh, released anything yet. What are you guys working on? They um, showed up and they delivered, and I'm like, okay, I'm not 100 percent sold on some of the stuff yet, but mm-hmm. it is good to at least see what everybody's working on. I'm glad that you know it's in the uh, public space now. Um, and there were, I thought there were some really hype little announcements here. Obviously, Star Wars was a hype announcement. You know, Starfield was good to get a little look at. Um, yeah, man, a, another good showcase. I think Xbox is kind of. I feel like we've discussed this before, but I feel like Xbox has the right cadence now, and I feel like they're getting better and better with uh, how they're doing their little showcases. Because I haven't been disappointed with them in recent memory. 
I'm yeah. trying to think back. Yeah, I don't think I have been. No. Uh, I think yeah, we've talked about this before, but Xbox has figured out how to put on a showcase. They know how the pacing needs to be. They know how to frame the trailers to get people excited. And I think always the other shooter drop is always like the content and the games. Do the games actually get people excited? Is it mostly CG? Um, or the games just end up not being good whenever they come out kind of like Redfall. Um, for this particular showcase, I think there's two aspects, right? There's the production and then there's the games themselves. Um, Production-wise, I think this is about as good of a showcase you're going to get. I think only asterisk or like the only thing they could have done better is like if they would have done like deep dive gameplays on all of the biggest games similar to PlayStation back when they showed God of War 2018 and Horizon and all that stuff. But I mean, to be honest, this was A plus showcase for me. I thought the pacing was great. The trailers were exciting and interesting, even if they weren't games that uh, I was ready to jump out and, and buy immediately. Um, we had some surprises in there. Star Wars coming out was just an absolute heater of a trailer for this reveal of Star Wars Outlaws was a super cool surprise to have at the top. Um, and then getting that new, uh, what, what's the name of it? Metaphor Refantasio <laughs> trailer. Uh, after the two Persona trailers had already leaked, that was also a nice surprise too because it's like, oh, you think you know everything. <laughs> the, the Atlas logo shows up one more time and you're like, wait a second. Now, what's, what's going, going on? on? Um, so yeah, I think they killed it, man. Like, they answered the questions that people had for the most part. Um, and I think the looks were pretty good. We'll, we'll get into the specific games in a minute. Um, but yeah, Xbox, I think, and I knew it, man. People have, people have a short attention span, short memories in the gaming universe. People get all up in arms about Redfall, this, that Xbox is dead. And then literally it's only a month later that they're like, Oh man, like this is the best showcase ever. Xbox, PlayStation, take no Starfield game of the year, whatever. Um, so yeah, I'm really hyped about it, but let's get to the specific games, starting with going back a little bit pre Xbox showcase. We got Prince of Persia, the lost crown. Now this is like a, I don't know, like a Metroidvania take on Prince of Persia in like a 2d, 2d, 3d space kind of deal. Um, and surprisingly public reception on this was not very good. I think like the trailers on YouTube got hella downvotes. And I guess what I'm seeing is that people wanted, a more traditional Prince of Persia instead of like this new kind of take on it. Um, this is traditional part- Prince of Persia, but it's not it's, yeah. actually. I mean, I guess it is, but like, you not about exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but personally, this has been like one of the most interested I've been in a Ubisoft project in a long time. That was, of course, before the Star Wars Outlaws trailer uh, came out. You know, a couple of days later, but. I think this game looks awesome. I am totally ready to uh, go pick this up and try this out. Like the combat looked fun. Uh, I like the style. Um, I like the little enemies and monsters you were fighting. I don't know. This looks super interesting to me. Um, I don't know about you two. I, I guess Arsene, what's your take on Prince of Persia: The Lost Crown? Um. Yeah. So I have no experience, no like you know loyalty to the Prince of Persia series. And I'm kind of hyped for this one. I love, you know, Metroidvanias. I think I've seen multiple comments out there kind of um, 
uh, highlighting the similarities to uh, Metroid Dread. I loved Metroid Dread. Mm-hmm. You know, it kind of has like that, you know, obviously it's the 2.5D um, style of, you know, art style or whatever, but I'm, I think I'm, I think I'm sold. You know, I, I haven't been sold on a Ubisoft game in a minute. If I'm not mistaken, who's, is this the a team that previously worked on Rayman games, right? Yes, that's correct. Yeah, Rayman I mean, you know, Rayman kind of goes back as being, you know, an OG of platforming. That, that last Rayman game, uh, Legends, every, a lot of people loved. I think it was a sleeper hit. So I have no doubt in my mind that this game will uh, tick off all the check, mar- check boxes and be a hit. I just think people need to get their heads out of their asses. Uh, drop the racism, you know, it's <laughs> 2023, you know, I, I see people, you know, upset. What the heck? They use uh, rap songs in the trailer. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, no. I'm like, uh, I, I mean, I, I guess, but like, <laughs> that's whatever. <laughs> Look at the <laughs> gameplay, sir. And also, all of a sudden, everybody's a Prince of Persia fan. They're like, hmm, actually, I think it should be this way. I'm like... Where are all these Prince of Persia fans come from? Yeah, that's all. Yeah. That's all I want to say. But yeah, I, I do. I did enjoy the trailer, and I'm definitely excited for the game. Katie, <laughs> how are you feeling it, about this one? It's such a weird game to bring out these like toxic game gamer <laughs> hater got people. Like I don't know why. It's just a Prince of Persia. Like yeah, side scrolling Metroidvania. Like what they're. I don't know if they're just salty because Sands of Time is probably never coming out. Like, the remake is just mm-hmm, not going to yeah. happen, it looks like. I don't know if they're mad about that. So they're like, no, I'm getting this instead. Well, yeah, look at that. This looks cool. Great. Yeah, it does like, look cool. Give me this instead. If if that's not working out, which it's clearly not. I'm sorry. We all saw the trailer when it came out, like, two years ago. And it yeah. looked terrible, that Sands of Time remake. Um, So I'm like, yeah, great. Do this. Do something, like, creative and playing with that property and make something interesting that's fun to play like try something um yeah this is the most interested i've been in prince of persia probably ever yeah (laughs) i remember trying to play one as a child and it it was too hard and i was like oh i can't play this and i just never went back so i just kind of looked at it from afar but no i think it looks cool fair enough um yeah i agree i think the prince of persia remake when that was revealed i was like damn this is kind of booty uh, that was not exciting at all. So I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm happy that they pivoted and had like something to save the IP while they were struggling with that other one over there. Moving on. Uh, I don't have many thoughts on this Mortal Kombat 11. I thought it looked cool. I don't know if either of you play Mortal Kombat or have any comments, uh, but I throw it up here just in case going once going twice. Uh, and we're thumbs up for me. Looks, looks great. Looks yeah. great. I'm happy oh. for the fighting game fans out there. Looks amazing. Yeah. There we go. There we go. Moving on. Alan Wake 2, all right? Ooh. Now, for those at home that don't know, your boy is an Alan Wake stan. I remember playing really? Alan Wake on the Xbox 360, and for whatever reason, I just really enjoyed that game. So then to pick up control and have it kind of like tie back in, I was like, oh, man. And now we're getting Alan Wake 2. And it looks better than ever. We're talking about inspired by True Detective. We're talking about like two different worlds. Alan Wake world versus like this FBI cop cult investigation world. Man, I can't. And everybody who played the game at Summer Game Fest is talking about how good it looked and how fun it was. And let me tell you, October 24th or whatever day that game comes out cannot come soon enough. 
I am very excited about Alan Wake 2. Let's go, baby. Katie. Ooh. Do you I, have any thoughts? I, I've never played, the, I never played Alan Wake. Um, loved Control, but never played Alan Wake. And this looks like, um, it looks very like Resident Evil 2-ish minus yeah. a lot of the action. Like, there's some action, obviously, but it, obvi- it looks more detective-y, more, um, more thoughtful and like slow mm-hmm. and I like that vibe it might be too scary for me I don't know yeah that's kind of what I'm worried about where I'm like dang this looks hella scary but you know what mm-hmm. I'll power through man I gotta power through for my boy <laughs> Alan I gotta see what his latest novel is looking like Arsene are you picking this up I think I'll I think I'll definitely pick this one up um, I'm kind of in the same camp of you know being scared that it'll be too scary <laughs> Um, but you know, I think if I can make my way through Resident Evil 2, Resident Evil 4, sure, they're not, you know, the most scary games out there. Resident Evil 2 is pretty scary. Mr. X running around. Ooh. Uh, Okay. Yeah. 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 If if I can make it through that and look back and have fond memories, I think that Alan Wake 2 will definitely, um, um, do me well. So I'm, I'm picking it up. It looks good. Let's go. Let's go. Next up, we had Sonic Superstars. I know people were Ooh. super excited about this. Arsene, I know you've put in uh, 10,000 hours in Sonic Air Rider. Or hey, whatever it, was it was 1,000 hours of Sonic Rider Zero Gravity. Oh, okay. Don't don't mess it up, man. Okay. Are you, you a classic Sonic boy? Does this I think do anything I, for you? I'm not really a Sonic boy at all, other than Sonic wow. Riders. Uh, okay, okay. <laughs> but if I had to say, based off of my like Sonic history, I'm definitely a 3D Sonic uh, fan from you know back from my childhood. You know, Sonic Heroes, Sonic Unleashed, those you know uh, fellows were some of my favorites. I'm not afraid of 2D Sonic though. I think that okay. you know this could be a game for me to pick up. I didn't pick up Sonic Mania, but it definitely looked good. I could see myself picking up Sonic Superstars. It looks like a clean Sonic game. And from reviews I've seen of it, of people that played it at Summer Games Fest, they, they're they vibing with it. They're saying, like, all the little boost mechanics are there, the, uh, what is it called? The multiple, the branching paths, um, and all the levels are back. So I'm like, hey, maybe I'll give it a shot. Maybe when it goes on sale, though, because I think it is full $60. I don't know if oh. I'm paying that for Sonic Superstars. Uh, Katie, do you have a history with Sonic? Sonic 2, Sonic 3, the OGs, I've pl- I played those over and over okay. and over again as a kid. Nice. I touched Sonic Mania a little bit because I was like, oh, that's nice. It's nostalgic. I don't know that I need to go back there as at the current time where I'm at in my life. Um, but I like that they're doing it. I was like, oh, that's cool. It looks really cool. It's like updated Sonic. I liked how the level's looked and like reminisced to the old ones but uh, refreshed it looks great i don't know that i'll i'll play it one day probably when i like get it either at a discount or on some type of subscription service or something but like no am i hyped for it no but i was like oh that's cool like i liked it i like to see it during the showcase but Mm -hmm. i'm not like you know waiting with bated breath i'm in the same camp totally uh moving on the big closer to Summer Game Fest, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. Yeah, um, Arsene, you're cheering, so let's let's hear your thoughts. <laughs> I'm, you know, 
I am I always will call myself the uh the reformed Final Fantasy fan. Um coming from not being sold from the demo, being like, and eh, this game isn't for me to picking up the game one day and just, you know, rushing through, having uh, the time of my life. I'm super excited for uh, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. I, I really want to see how this story continues. I know that Final Fantasy is this, or Final Fantasy VII is this grandiose game from the 90s that has this, you know, just crazy plot. I just want to see how it how it all ties in. I want to see Cloud interact with Sephiroth more. I want to see Sephiroth be defeated. I just need more of the story, and I'm very interested in this whole open world aspect, I saw um, screenshots of like the little um, little compass showing. Uh, oh, your objective is like uh, eleven kilometers away. And I was like, whoa, okay, okay. <laughs> that's, that's a lot of kilometers, man. I don't, I don't know how I feel about that just yet. So I'm hoping that you know, obviously, we we'll have great transportation tools, fast travel, yada yada, whatever the works. Um, but yeah, I think it should be a fun time. I don't think it'll be any. Uh, you know, groundbreaking uh, Tears of the Kingdom type stuff, but I think it will definitely be a fun game for sure. Katie? I think it looks beautiful. Um, yes. It will probably spur me on to finally play the first FF7 remake because I oh. started it and then I had other things, I don't know, life got in the way and I put it down and now it's sitting there in my backlog and I'm like, ah, I gotta play that. So I want to go back and play it. Um, I have to say, I called this because I texted, I was messaging Jacob and Travis, co-hosts, um, Left Behind Game Club, and I said, you know what? I was like, I don't buy it. When Jeff did his little fake out thing of like, <laughs> I have more Final Fantasy for you, and everyone freaked out. And then he's like, oh, no, no, no. It, it's just DoorDash. It's just DoorDash. That and then good. everyone was like, ah. I'm like, he had a gleam in his eye, and I'm like, he knows what he's doing. I was like, there's no way that's the last time that he mentions Final Fantasy in this showcase because it just would make people mad. I'm like, he's playing the long con. Like, we're getting something else. And then it happened, and I texted him. I'm like, I called it. So uh, Jacob has proof. But anyway. All right. We'll uh, we'll ask him for the receipts. Uh, Yeah, I'm I'm with you, too. I think it looks great. I'm very excited to see what Sephiroth is up to, what's going on with the timeline. Uh and yeah, I, I'll play it whenever it releases. All right. There's nothing else I can say about it. Uh, moving on. Let's go into the Xbox showcase, starting with Fable. Now some, some more context, some background. There was also a lot of backlash on the Fable trailer. All right. Because <laughs> there was, you know, there was the comment beforehand of like, hey, all the first party games are going to be in engine or a mix of in engine or gameplay or whatever. Um, and people were not happy that there was no gameplay in Fable, except there was a little gameplay. There was a little tiny smidge of gameplay when we're talking about this this character running away from the giant and, and doing all this stuff. I felt like that sequence looked pretty good. Now, how will that translate into the entire game as a whole when we actually see our deep dive on on the game when it's closer? Who knows? But from my perspective, I felt like this was one of the first games that felt like a Sony quality title based on the graphics and kind of the tone and everything. It seemed like the writing was really there um, and it seemed like the graphical fidelity was there. So this was like the first Microsoft title that I felt like could hang with that stable of games. But overall, 
I really enjoyed this this Fable trailer. I love the tone. I'm always down uh, to see the vision of a game if it means that hey we can get the the comedic tone we can get kind of like the setup and all that stuff um and the difference between this and a cgi trailer is that with a cgi trailer a lot of times when we get that we very rarely know the genre it never really looks like the final product x y and z at least with in-engine footage we know we're getting a little closer to the final product these will probably either be cut scenes in the game or pretty close to indicative of final gameplay um, and we can hope that it doesn't change too much in tone and all that stuff based off of this. So I'm a little more forgiving with the in-engine cutscenes and stuff like that. But uh, I thought this looked pretty decent. Katie, I think I saw a tweet from you that said that... Uh, I wasn't mad about it. I okay. was just commenting. Just commenting. Okay, okay. And it's I don't, I'm not saying... Because I was like, oh, they're not lying. That's in-engine. Because they're mm-hmm. what they said was no all CGI trailers, which is great. Correct. Fantastic. Um, Correct. I would hope I would hope so. Honestly, I feel like trailers should at least be an engine because if either show, you know, a splash of the title to announce the game or it should be an engine because what's the point of a CGI mm-hmm. trailer? But yeah. they know when they say that, that a lot of the community is going to think, oh, that means everything has gameplay. And those two yeah. things do not go together. And I'm like, you know what you did, Xbox. You know what you said, and you know what you what you thought people would take from what you said. <laughs> and now you can't really be surprised when they're kind of mad about it. But, well, because, yeah. you know, people get mad. But I wasn't mad. I was just like, uh, the first, like, three trailers were pretty much all cinematics. And I was like, yeah. there <laughs> it is. Again, you yeah, didn't lie. Go- but going into it, you're definitely like, oh, okay, all right, I see what's going on. I see what we're going to mm-hmm. be dealing with here. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, the Fable well, trailer. What did you think? You're yeah. Beautiful. Um, it seemed really, really specific. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, what is the game, though? Because the whole game isn't you running away from this giant person. Like, mm-hmm. I, I still don't really know what the game is. But but I thought, like you said, I thought it was beautiful. It was well-written. Like, it, the facial animation, all the characters was great. Um, mm-hmm. The environment was really cool. Like, running away from the giant person, it, it looked it looked cool. It looked fun to play. I still don't really know what it is. So I'm excited mm-hmm. for, you know, the next time we hear more about Fable, I'll be like, oh, cool. I want to see more. Because um, I, I, don't, I don't know precisely what this game is. Arsene? Um, as you guys both know, I don't know anything about Fable. Uh, I've only seen, I, I just, you know, pulled up the trailer and once again, I've watched it without sound. Um, but I think this time I got a better grasp of, uh, better grasp of what I'm, I'm seeing here. And yeah, I, I, I dig it. You know, I like the idea of, you know, us going around meeting fables, you know, going through these little, <laughs> going through these little stories. I'm seeing werewolves in the trailer. Obviously, we got Jack and the Beanstalk, that fable going on. I like games like that where you kind of visit stories, but they have like a little twist to them. Um, obviously, the trailer, you know, was a cinematic pretty much for the for the most of it, and mm-hmm. that gameplay snippet at the end. It looks pretty smooth. I will say, as long as it translates, mm-hmm. you know, like actual, like the actual uh, product, I have no concerns and I have no worries about Fable. Um, but Joseph, you're the mm-hmm. you're the fa- I feel like you're the Fable expert. You're the only person I know that has played all the all three. The first like you've played all three. I played all three. Yeah. What do you What do you think 
about I mean this? How does it yeah. compare to what you like the previous fables? Yeah, I mean like if there's something if there's one theme about fable, it's over promising and under delivering. So hopefully <laughs> that is not included in the the reboot. Um but yeah, I've played all three fables and uh knowing that it's playground games who are just masterful with the Forza Horizon series um making this, I have a pretty high level of confidence that I don't have for some other developers like uh you know we've talked on the podcast about compulsion games and and studios who haven't really put out that many projects and we'll talk about compulsion in a second but um playground is one that I do have a lot of faith in and just seeing that small gameplay snippet and just seeing how well that little snippet looked I'm like okay like if they can figure out how they want the actual mechanics to work in the game I have a lot of faith that they'll deliver on it but I think this game is still far away. I think this is maybe 2025 at the earliest. So I'm sure we'll see it in like two more showcases. uh, And that's when we'll kind of come and and deep dive on the actual gameplay mechanics and stuff. Um, But moving on to, uh, to, to studios that I didn't have a lot of faith in South of nowhere was premiered right after fable. And uh, this is from Compulsion Games. South of Midnight? South of Midnight, yeah. South of of Midnight. South of Nowhere. I think that might be a TV show or something. Anyways, (laughs) um, South of Midnight was debuted, and it was more of like a vibe check for, hey, this is kind of what the vibe of this game is going to be. It seemed very similar in concept to Fable uh, in terms of, hey, we're going to hunt down these creatures and i think i looked at the steam page as well and it basically described the game as like this girl gets uh recruited into this like uh i guess fable hunting club where she goes out and hunts these like mythical creatures um and i think we're on a good track obviously we didn't see any gameplay we don't know what the game is actually going to feel like but in terms of the vibe check and this is kind of like the difference between this showcase and playstation where the vibe check for fair fair games or whatever is like, what is this game? I don't know what this game is. This is just random payday multiplayer game. Vibe check for Concord was also, hey, this is just a spaceship with a little burger jiggling. This is like, I just can't take any. I don't know the vibe. I don't know what this game is going to be at all. Um, vibe check here. So far, so good. I still need to see what the gameplay is. But I love the like New Orleans setting. I love the music. I loved kind of like the claymation art style that they were setting up. Um, and once again, this is supposed to be in engine. So I'm hoping that the art style, uh, at least the tone, stays pretty true to this original showing. Uh, and if it does, I'm, I'm pretty excited about this. But time will tell. Arsene, what about you? Um, I'm ag- I'm in agreement here. Uh, it looks like a pretty as long like as long as this uh, in-game footage is legit. It looks like a pretty visually stunning um, little game. Uh, gives me Coraline vibes, you know. Yeah. For for those who haven't seen the trailer, definitely looks you know, a little Coraline-y. And also, I just love the fact that, you know, especially on the Steam page, it says we're confronting mysterious creatures of the deep south. That's like, where oh, I want to be. I'm, I'm ready for danger at every turn. You never know what you're going to get in the deep south. We're we're crazy. That's right. Um, that's right i'm definitely excited to see like what because i don't you know i think so often fantasy games will reach out to like you know the uh like 
the the mystical the the dragons, the, the dragons and kings and, yeah uh all that stuff all the more european folklore i feel like it's touched on we don't see a lot of um american folklore um specifically deep south folklore so i'm uh excited to to learn a little bit more about that yes sir katie that's a really good trailer for for i for not showing me at all what the game play actually looks like like we really don't know is it a top down? Is it like a third person? Is it a what? I, I have no idea what it is, but the vibes are so good and it looks like it has like an identity to it that I still am like, oh, I know something about this game. Um, like Joseph, you mentioned the PlayStation showcase with um, those two new IPs or one of them, not new IP, but regardless, mm-hmm. um, where. I didn't really get that much of an identity from the game. I'm like, oh, okay, there's guns and it's spacey. And mm-hmm. that's all I really know. <laughs> but this is like, it's it has a concept, it has an idea, and that feels new and fresh. So it's it's got my attention. Like, I'm like, oh, when's the next time you're going to show me this game? No, I think it looks 100%. really cool. Nice. Uh, okay, we got a couple more games here. So let's see if we can move right on through them. Uh, Hellblade 2. Uh, always excited to see Hellblade. I'm very interested to see what the final game turns out to be. I know uh, Amanda and I played through it together originally, and I'm excited to jump back in that world and see uh, what little Cinna was up to because it seems like she's <laughs> really struggling out there based on this most recent trailer. Um, Katie, did you have any thoughts about... Did you play Hellblade 1, by the way? And are you excited about Hell- Hellblade 2 based on the look? I love the first Hellblade. Cool. Um yeah, just everything about it. I mean, it had... I feel like this is the type of sequel that I'm super excited for because I feel like the first game was at times a little bit confused about what it was. Like, sometimes it split its focus mm. away where it's like, oh, we'll have this combat stuff in, but, like, the combat wasn't really well-developed, but, like, the parts of the game that are really good, which is, just like, you know, your audio design, your your story, your creepy factor, your, like, visual tricks that they're pulling off are so mm-hmm. cool that I'm hoping that this really focuses in on the things that make Hellblade special. Mm-hmm. I'm just waiting for the game to come out at this point. I'm like, <laughs> you know, you just got to show it to me. Because, like, yeah. they keep on showing snippets. I'm like, yeah, it looks beautiful. And it's creepy and there's whispering and in your <laughs> ear and all that good stuff. But what the game's going to be like, I hope really good. I assume really good. But I just I just want it. Yeah. Our sin. Yeah, I've been in that same camp for this past year, pretty much ever since. Which trailer? I think the one where uh, it's Sinua. Oh, with the giant with, thing. With the giant the, thing, I yeah. was like, "Whoa!" I was, at the time, I was like, "Whoa!" This game looks like it's done. I can't wait to see it next year. <laughs> I can't wait. To, I can't wait to get my hands on it next year. And here we That's are a next good one. year. Tell another. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's funny. So I, I'm in complete agreement. I need. Hellblade Sinua Saga in my hands. The first one was a it was a nice little fun game to play through. Um and just you know, when we talk about games that like have like you know impressive graphics, I think this one kinda takes the cake, you know. It's definitely one yeah. of the uh um uh, one of one of the greatest, I would say. And I feel like it's definitely underrated um uh, by far, especially the first game. So hopefully this will bring new eyes to the uh Sinua um franchise. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm excited. Moving on, we have Avowed. Now, we have another little snippet 
text to this one. There's a little controversy in this one as well. People said that they were lied to, all right? When we saw oh, that CGI trailer a couple years ago, it was dark. It was gritty. It looked like next-gen Skyrim. And then we got this cartoony-looking RPG that looks not like next-gen Skyrim, but like, you know, just regular Skyrim, kind of. And people are upset. The tone was rug pulled from them. Uh, personally, I was very excited to see the look of this game. Uh, busting up people with magic is always exciting to me. Um, Obsidian, some of the best of the best when it comes to like quest crafting and and uh, creating interesting worlds, which doesn't always show in trailers, especially trailers where there's not a ton of dialogue and or deep dives. Uh, so I'm cautiously optimistic about this one. I, it doesn't look like next-gen Skyrim, but to me, that doesn't really matter to me. I'm not super uh, strict on graphics if it means that the content and the story and the and the quest systems are all are really fun and engaging. Um, Arsene, how how'd you how'd you take a vow? Did you feel like you got rug pulled? Um, absolutely not. I think uh, you know people need to finally wake up. You know, the whole thing we uh, were kind of talking about earlier, these are before we had a what was it a CGI only trailer mm-hmm. um, back in 2020. Now we're getting, you know, the in game footage. Don't even don't even listen to CGI footage anymore. We, we, we have, you know, you got to completely ignore it. Just know that it is just an announcement of the game. They might as well just put the, the word avowed up on the screen because anything that they're going to show you, you should just expect to be some in some way shape or form lied to um <laughs> yeah. that being said i thought that the uh art style and the way that the game looked i thought it looked good you know i think it looks like an obsidian game um mm-hmm. or like you know one of the uh first person obsidian games like uh fallout new vegas uh outer worlds and i have no problems with the way it looks and i'm excited to you know actually get our hands on it next year 2024 finally we're finally uh here so looks good i don't, I don't know RPG. what else to say are you an rpg gal yeah absolutely okay um and you're right graphics ultimately don't matter they are not going to make me enjoy a game or not enjoy a game it's going to be you know, gameplay story how it feels all that stuff that actually decides whether or not I really like a game. So I, I don't care. Um, I feel like there's a few games that are coming that have a similar thing with like first person, you're throwing fireballs or whatever. There's like this, there's uh what, which fire there's, um, it's like, you did that. Mortals of, of Yeah. Which different, obviously, but I still yeah. get the same vibe where it's like you got your two hands and you're throwing things and whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, this is like the lead. Like they show me those, and I'm like, all right, but like, where's a bow though? Like you could you could keep there those. Just give me a bow because I want more okay. like Elder Scrolls and Elder Scrolls isn't coming for God knows how long. Yeah. So I'll take a vow, please. So no, yeah. I'm excited. I'm with you. I'm with you. Uh, to keep the excitement going, we had a trailer for Star Wars Outlaws that eventually got followed up with a pretty deep gameplay look um, at the terrible, terrible Ubisoft press conference. Um, I when I This was like the trailer of the, the show for me. Um, 
Like they, I was like, man, they just crafted a crazy score for this game for this trailer. You're like having dog fights. You're like having little bandit disputes in the, in the cantina. You're doing everything in this trailer, and I was like, man, what will the gameplay look like though? This is Ubisoft. They have to be scamming. This can't be. This is obviously a lie, like Arson said about CGI trailers. <laughs> and to be fair, like looking at the actual gameplay looked pretty close to what they were advertising. Like this little lady was going around infiltrating bases, blowing up people with this blaster that had multiple settings, getting in her little, I don't know, starship cruiser or whatever, and then flying from ground to space. Oh man, I am so excited about this game. Um, as I say all the time to Arsen and everybody else, the original, the mainline Star Wars movies are fine. They're they're cool. They're fine. But all the like side stuff when we're talking about Star Wars Andor and Star Wars Visions and even Jedi Fallen Order and now this, sign me up, baby. This looks sick <laughs> and it looks like it'll probably be the best selling Ubisoft game in like the past decade or maybe even ever. We shall see. Katie. I know you said you were waiting for Star Wars in the in the showcase. Mm-hmm. What do you think about what you saw? Okay. So, the trailer. So, the trailer during the Xbox showcase. I was mm-hmm. like, oh my god. This is everything I ever wanted. <laughs> yes. Like, literally. Like, that's just what I want. I want to run around in the Star Wars world and just do whatever and, you know, great stuff. I've always been like, but it's Ubisoft, though. Because you fire up a Ubisoft game and they ta- they have this feel where it's just, they feel the same. There's mm-hmm. like a, you know, just a shader changing a little bit, but it feels the same. So I'm like, I don't know. And then they're like, we're going to do our deep dive during the Ubisoft showcase. Okay, great. I'm waiting the whole time for that. They show it to me. I don't know how I feel about that game play trailer. Like, I don't okay. know. Okay. Because it looks good. Like, it looks visually it looks great i feel like there was no like tone or personality that i could discern Mm. like what what is it like is it it just felt like vanilla a little bit and they're like she's got a cute little animal i'm like yeah great (laughs) i love cute animals (laughs) but other than that i'm like i don't know it just looked like a video game and i want it to like i want it to be like the best video game and i don't think it's gonna be i think it's gonna be fine Ooh, but maybe okay, it'll be good. Okay. I don't know. I'll keep an eye on it. But I had I was on a roller coaster ride over like two days with the Star Wars game. Are you on the fine train or the good train, Arsene? I I think I'm on the fine train as well. Um looking at the gameplay or I guess, you know, I didn't we didn't see too much gameplay here, but I'm always worried with Ubisoft games that we're gonna get littered with, you know, quest markers, you know, messy map syndrome. I don't know if that's what they call it, but you know how they you know we that, open. They, they yes, I, yeah, know what you mean. Oh, they kept that not. HUD super, super minimal, and I don't think it's going <laughs> to stay that way. I'm like, oh, yeah, I see no. Ubisoft. You have you have a compass at the top, and you have two tiny little icons in the bottom <laughs> corners. But I'm like, there's no way, there's no possible way it stays that way. They're gonna they're gonna flood our screens. That's one aspect that I am a little bit worried about when it comes to you know pairing Star Wars with Ubisoft. Um, that being said, the gameplay I thought looked pretty cool. Uh, I liked the um, 
control like aspect where you know you're you've got one gun that's able to switch modes and you know fire in different like you know it was like a burst shot or like you know more concentrated fire depending on uh the enemy that you need to go up against um i also thought it was cool that there's also different weapons you can pick up apparently um or use from the enemies that you have just recently slain i'm hoping that you know this game the fact that you know you're supposed to be going through like the the underworld of the Star Wars galaxy, I, I want to see I want to see things get dark. You know, I don't I don't I don't want to I don't want to just have another like uh, you were saying, Katie. I don't need just another vanilla game. If we can get the story to really like hit right, like you know, if we have some tragic character deaths, you know, mm. maybe the I I don't want to put this into existence. Maybe the companion dies. Talk about talk about tragic. <laughs> then maybe we might have a game on our hands. I don't. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm going to put this out there again. I do not want the companion to There'd die. There'd be an Please internet riot. There would be a riot. Everyone would lose their minds. I mean, but that'd be crazy gritty. though. That would be <laughs> gritty. That would be gritty. <laughs> it would be pretty crazy. But yeah, no. I, I think it looks all right. All right, I'm going to feed my dog, and while I do. I got three more games to pitch out that you guys can talk amongst yourselves on. We had okay. Like a Dragon Infinite Wealth. No gameplay, Ooh. but man, do I love the Like a Dragon franchise after playing Yakuza Like a Dragon. I'm totally ready for that. Uh, we had P3 Reload, which, you know, people are excited about, but also worry about. And we had, uh, I'll have four in there. We had Cyberpunk 2077, and we had Metaphor Refantasio. Go ahead, pick whichever ones you want. Talk about which ones you like, which ones you didn't like. I'll be right back. All right. Uh, Katie, you want to pick? I'll give you the honors. Um, a Persona 3 remake is interesting to me. Uh, mm-hmm. My first Persona game was fairly recently. Like in the last couple of years, I played Persona 5. It's like, I'll give nice. this a shot. Ended up loving it. Nice. Um, like my husband walked by, be like, "You're still playing this game." I'm like, "Yeah, I'm still playing this game. It's the <laughs> yeah, longest it's game. Hours. It's so long, but I'm gonna keep playing it. I don't care how long it is. I'm gonna play the whole thing." Um, so like a Persona Three remake, I'm like, "Interesting. You have my attention." There was a lot of Persona. Mm-hmm. There was that. There was a Persona Tactics game, which I like mm-hmm. a tactics game. Um, yeah. So I- I'm intrigued. I'll check it out most likely at some point when I have a lot of free time. Yes, you you will need quite a bit of free time. I'm also in the intrigued category. However, uh, I do have some Persona experts that I know that are you know a little bit you know wary of this one uh, based off of the content that is apparently being not included. So the Persona mm-hmm. Persona Three in per, uh, specifically has you know kind of a rocky history i guess i'll say you know we have the original persona 3 game that dropped i don't know 2000 something uh, a long time ago they then remade it like twice adding on like you know x amount of content adding the a female playable character um but it seems like this remake is only remaking the original game without all of the extra content that people love pretty much uh, people don't even recommend the original uh, persona 3 anymore so uh, that's why i'm a little wary i'm um, going into it i'm wary but intrigued i would like to see maybe if they change their mind on that you know i think being able to i think it would be interesting having the uh female playable character because it does you know open up different like uh you know social aspects of the game um 
but yeah, I, I'm, I'm I'm glad that it's coming. Would like to see more effort from Atlas, or you know, more announcements and information from Atlas in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the next? I, I've already forgotten the. Uh, I guess we can talk and go into metaphor, refantasio, or whatever that one was called. Do you have a? Uh, do you have thoughts on that one? Because I was kind of confused. That one, not real. I was like, oh, this looks. This looks Persona-y. I assume it's yeah. along with the SMT games, but um, I haven't... I've only played Persona 5. I haven't dug into all those other Same. ones, so I'm like, can I get that excited about this new one when I haven't dug into another SMT game? Not really. I was like, that's great. I'm happy for the people, but um, it didn't really, you know, didn't really get me going. Yeah, I'm same back. here. Oh, and I will back. say, I... I thought that trailer was interesting. I thought the gameplay looked kind of boo-boo just in terms of quality. Like it looked like it was being recorded on a cell phone, like captured on a cell phone. <laughs> but I will say there was a lot of anime ass scenes. There's a lot of crazy menus going on. And I was like, wait a second now. This might be hey, a little clean. There were people shaking hands. There was like a little montage where they were all shaking hands. I was like, oh, you're just shaking hands, making little links. Like it seems like we might we might be in for like the epic anime journey that I I've always wanted, so we'll see, we'll see. So you think it'll be more anime than uh, Persona Five? I think so. Any man. other Persona game? Looking yeah, at those get... trailers, I mean, looking at kind of like the cutscenes, it look like it's going to be more anime, but only time will tell. And I just did not even understand what uh, you know the, what they were talking about in the trailers. Like, oh, we got no. people coming down from X Y Z. We got elves, and I was like, what is that? Was all nonsense. Yeah, um, but I'll. I'll give it a little college try. Actually, I think we'll, I might let uh, our friend Jose uh, go through it. You know, he'll burn through it in a short period of time. Give me the yeah. run. Give me the rundown. Give me the feedback, and then I'll you know hop on it because you know it's coming to Game Pass day one. It is. It is. Um, I also brought up. You know, I don't know if you guys talked about Cyberpunk, but not yet. We we'll skip this one. Basically, hey, we got new DLC. We knew it was coming. What I've also heard is that a lot of the core mechanics in the base game are also getting overhauled uh, around the time that the DLC comes out, which I'm very excited for because I didn't finish the base game. Uh, But yeah, I thought this looked pretty sick. Uh, But we can move on on this because we do need to talk about Starfield and we are running long. So, uh, Mm -hmm. all right, guys, this is it. The game that <laughs> held was is holding Xbox on its shoulders. The game isn't out yet. And people are saying that Starfield is bad. Let me tell you, the fanboys, everybody were just waiting in the wings to come roast, all right? Like, I remember it last year at the showcase. They showed Starfield. I thought Starfield looked pretty good last year. Obviously, there were some improvements that <laughs> needed to be made. But people were posting gifts. People were clowning, doing all this stuff. And uh, Todd Howard said, I bet. All right, we'll see about that. We'll see about, let's see what gifts you come up with this year. So they came with their <laughs> little 45-minute presentation or whatever. Since you said you're, you're not the biggest Starfield enthusiast, Katie, let's start with you. Um, what did you think? Did you? I don't know if you watched the whole second you know, Starfield breakdown, but I'm curious on your thoughts on the game after the showcase. So I watched all of it. Because at at some point during the deep dive in, my attention wavered and I was multitasking while it was on. Um, But I had it all. And so I am... So I started off skeptical. Just because my, my stance for a while now has been, 
it's it's going to be followed in space and that's great but like people mm-hmm. need to drop their expectations a little bit like maybe don't expect it to be the greatest game of all time maybe don't expect it to be like a generational event that nothing mm-hmm. was the same ever again this one what it looks better to me like i'm like okay this looks like a solid game um there's a lot going on probably a little bit too much but that's okay <laughs> it looks it looks like it it's fun like it looks like something that i would play and like i would enjoy it i hope it's really good i still don't think it's going to be you know um like i said like generation defining mm-hmm. unless it's bad and then it'll be generation defining it would it would that's affect a lot true. of things but um but no actually i was actually impressed with what they showed I was like, oh, you're that's this is a lot of stuff, which it should be. It's coming out within what uh four months, months or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so like you better have a lot to show because it's a big game. But every time that Todd Howard says we have a thousand planets or oh. um, <laughs> this one city on this one planet oh. out of a thousand planets is the biggest city we've ever built for a game ever. I'm like, no. Yeah. That's not that's not a selling point to me. Say like, oh, it's the most like intricate. It has the mm. most. It has a uh, the most. I don't know. Uh, people that if you talk to this way, it'll affect this this group of people, and their opinion will change, and this and that. Like that's more impressive to me than just saying like it's big, because big mm-hmm. doesn't really uh, uh, make my gameplay good. But like I said, it looks really good though. So I have more faith that it's going to be like a very good game, which is great. So, and if it comes out and it's amazing, if it's like, you know, scoring in the nineties and such, then maybe that'll be the time that I'm like, okay, fine. I have to get my console now. It's time for the Xbox console. I'm excited to see. I hope it's really good. Um, But yeah, I'm impressed with what they showed. They did a good job of showing it off. I thought. Arsene, are you impressed? Um, I was definitely impressed. I think, uh, beforehand you know i've been excited for starfield for pretty much from the uh announcement you know the whole fallout in space thing really appealed to me um because i do enjoy the fallout series but this this trailer or this uh deep dive or whatever it gave me one more thing that really brought took me over the top and that's space cowboys most people don't know i'm a cowboy fan you know, not not I the team, not, not the Dallas Cowboys fans, but just something about the cowboy lifestyle just really speaks to me. You know, if I could drop everything I have right now and go live as a cowboy, I would not do that. But I would strongly consider <laughs> I would strongly consider okay. uh, becoming a cowboy. Um, and the fact that I can do some cowboy things in Starfield, I can get my little farm. I can get some space aliens, raise them sell them do whatever i want you know with my my <laughs> like that, that that really spoke to me and i think that, that just you know kind of goes to the magic of a, of a bethesda game where you can kind of anybody who you know everybody is different obviously you can find something that speaks to you in a bethesda game most times depending on the, depending <laughs> on the bethesda game yeah, but yeah i think that starfield will definitely be one of those ones where you'll find your little niche um pretty easily um depending on what type of uh player you are and i am excited to see how it all pans out and i'm excited to get my own piece of land nice nice yeah i think i'm kind of in the same camp as you not about the cowboy stuff 
but free this like breakdown i was like okay yeah i'm i'm excited for it fallout 3 is one of my favorite games i enjoy fallout 4 fine even though i didn't really get that far into it and i really enjoyed skyrim as well so i'm like yeah todd howard when we're talking about these core franchises these games will at least be fun and, and pretty entertaining um as far as starfield seems pretty ambitious this uh this little showcase breakdown 100% sold me like it actually made me excited not just excited because of reputation but excited because of the actual content of the game I think this was an unbelievable like this is one of the best video game deep dives I've ever seen in terms of just like pacing throwing in jokes in there and like weaving the jokes into explanations of how the game works I think in the theater this showcase was like the thing that had people people were laughing and not because jonathan started to laugh people were like actually laughing when they were supposed <laughs> to laugh and they were having a good time so like the level of detail that they showed they were saying all the right stuff like the vistas that you would see on certain islands and stuff looked great um and katie you have a finger i want to hear what you're saying here i was just gonna no? agree that you very good point that these deep dives are hard to keep entertaining um, yeah. Whereas most of them, I would have turned off after about 10 minutes. I'd be like, okay, I see what you're showing me. I'm good. I don't need this. But I was like, oh, yeah. we're like giving a lot of information, like a lot of info, a lot of useful information. Um, and yes, at a pace that's interesting with a tone that's interesting, that's really hard to do. It almost never works. Yeah. And it's very interesting, right? Because I mean, they had a Final Fantasy 16 deep dive a couple like a month ago and I was like no I don't need to watch this like I'm gonna play the game I don't need to watch this for Starfield though it's like yeah there's so many mechanics in the game that I almost needed to watch this like this was very helpful for me in like you know getting excited and getting context on what this game would be um like just seeing like the the adoring fan perk was like a great way to show off the perks and how they can affect your game and I love that little bit they had where they were like uh yeah, there's like pros and cons. The pro is you just have a guy that's with you who's who's ready to go on missions. The con is that he's the most annoying motherfucker in this <laughs> game. But you can also kill him. And like that's just like that was a hilarious like little thread that they they used to explain that system. Um the combat looked way better to me than the last time they showed it. I was like, Hold this kinda looks way better like than any Bethesda game. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. This looked like mini COD. Um, and I, the gunplay was definitely one thing I was a little bit worried about. Uh, they never feel great in Bethesda games. So I was like willing to like look past it, but it didn't look that great in the last, uh, show in the first showing they had, I looked much better here. Um, same with the, the graphics in general, it looks like the graphics got a nice coat of paint as well. So, I mean, they were saying everything right here. I'm very excited to, built my ship and fly out in space and see grandma and go over to grandma's <laughs> ship and, and get a nice meal. Like the crazy things that they show you can do in this, in this like little 45 minute deep dive was very exciting to me. Um, so I no longer have any fears about Starfield. The only thing that could put a damper on this game and I think ruin the reception is the bugs. But according to interviews, but with Matt Booty and Todd Howard and all of them, it sounds like they've, done a pretty good job so far at you know squashing bugs granted we'll see if the proof is in the pudding when the game actually releases but i mean i do think that i don't know if this it's very crazy to me to think that before this 
I was like, all right, Starfield will be good, but it'll be good. It'll be good. It won't be amazing. It, it, there's no way it's going to hit the the hype that everybody's putting on it. And now I'm like, there's a small chance that it's it could impossible. rival Zelda. The hype is too high. It would have to score like 110 <laughs> for it to meet the hype. It's it would. so it, high. I mean, I don't know, but like now that the showcase happened, I'm like, the hype is now some, it feels like the hype has met Todd Howard where he showed the showcase where people were like this has to be game of the generation and now people see the tra- the showcase and I'm like oh yeah this is basically everything I wanted in this game uh, I think the big question now is like if it comes out and it delivers on everything they promised in this showcase will that be enough to even like have a will people give this game game of the year at uh, Jeff Keighley's showcase or is Zelda just so much of a lock that (laughs) even if this game fired on all cylinders it couldn't do it I don't know I mean Katie do you that's tough it is tough I mean but I think the fun part about it is I thought there was never a there was no chance before this showcase and now I'm like all right, it's a slim chance man it's a slim chance you guys might be able to pull it off here uh, and that's really fun and exciting to think about, man. We haven't had a good Western RPG, like, in terms of, I guess, launch in so long. Cyberpunk mm-hmm. was supposed to be that game, totally dropped the ball. And if if uh, Starfield can just be all around a fun time that I spend, like, 300 hours or whatever, I'll do it. I'll do it, Todd. Uh, so I'm super ready for this one. September cannot come soon enough. <laughs> and with that... We're running a little long here, so we're going to wrap it up. I want to end with one little question, by the way. Actually, first aside, I haven't tallied all our points from our prediction episode last week. Okay. But as it stands, it does look like I am quite ahead, all right? There were a lot of, there were a lot of dumbass (laughs) things (laughs) that, I thought you were going to win at first, but then I was like, is Phil Spencer wearing a jacket or nothing? We should not. I can't believe I let that slide in. Yep, we, a lot of those little dumb things started giving me the edge, so you might owe me a bubble tea soon. But Damn. we'll talk about that soon. <laughs> but before we go, I want to go around the table. Summer Game Fest is pretty much wrapped and done with. I want to hear your favorite game that you saw and your favorite indie game, if you have one, your favorite indie game that you saw, starting with Arsene. Um, I'll start with favorite indie game because I've been wanting to talk about this since we started. Um, at the Future Game Showcase, you know, we're, we're, we didn't even talk about this one um, in this episode, but it's okay. Um, there wasn't too much that I really cared about, but On Guard uh, I saw was this. a little yeah. game <laughs> that got announced. I thought it looked phenomenal. It seemed like a, you got a quirky little uh, main character going around trolling just having a good good old time you know fighting guards and stuff if you haven't seen the trailer for on guard folks at home go ahead and pull it up go ahead and watch it it was a um, a nice little game um other than that i'm trying to think main games it's final fantasy 7 i mean okay gotta love it gotta love it okay katie i mean we didn't even mention the Monkey Island Sea of Thieves collab. No, we didn't. That's going to change sure. everything. Just saying. <laughs> yeah, it will. Um, it will. That, I, it, that is going to get me into Sea of Thieves. I yelped out loud. <laughs> I heard the, I heard the first like three notes, and I was like, and my ears perked up like antenna, and I was, and they were like, 
you know, when they kind of take the theme song, but they like slow it right down and you, and you can't really tell what it is, but I knew. Yeah. I was like, that is that Monkey Island? And then the music Monkey kicked Island in. Fan? Oh, huge Monkey Island fan. I love it. Okay. So yeah, that'll probably get me into Sea of Thieves. But actually though, um, I mean, there was so many things like uh, Liza P. I'm really pumped for as a big okay. uh, FromSoft player. I dabbled with the demo a bit. I like it. I'm like, okay, I have faith. I don't know if okay. it'll be amazing, but it is a it's a game. It's a solid game. Okay. Um, it was cool. Is it Viewfinder? Which I've heard a lot of very yes. good things from everybody. Um, it's India of the Year contender. Right? Okay. When they start showing the game to you, I'm like, is it is it like they're portraying it? It was my thought. It was like where mm-hmm. it felt like you could just take a picture of anything that worked and like mm-hmm. make it work. And I'm like, but how is that possible? Can they actually do that? Like how far are they going to push this? Um, and from all accounts, it's like mind blowing what they've mm-hmm. accomplished. So that's really cool. I mean, there's there's tons. That's like that little haunty game that looked cool. Haunty. That was like a hand drawn, yeah. top down isometric thing that looks really cool. Like cool vibes. I don't know. There there was a lot of stuff. Like I was looking through stuff. my list of games and I'm like, oh my god, there's a lot of games <laughs> and like probably like seventy percent of them were really cool. Oh, and the one with the legs yes. was it Baby Steps or whatever. It's oh, like uh, <laughs> it's like human fall flat mixed with Death Stranding. Like you're just yes. trying to like get your way Mix across the landscape. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was a yeah. mess. I was like, I I kind of want to try it. That looks funny. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. a lot of cool stuff. Uh, on my side, Starfield was definitely. I was not expecting to like it as much as I did coming out of this weekend, but I definitely am very very excited for that. Uh, two indie games that I knew about. That got pretty up, pretty good updates that I are very excited about. Like Katie said, Viewfinder was one of them. The other one was Cocoon. Mm-hmm. Uh, we finally saw some more gameplay on that. And let me tell you, when this dude was like taking the orb and coming out of the orb with the orb, and he was fighting the boss and like doing all these little puzzles, I was like, holy moly, this is my perfect game. I love puzzles. I love just like crazy nonsense happening. I'm totally excited for Cocoon. So very, very pumped about that. But there's one new game. That I was like, wait a second, this looks hella clean. It's called Leica, and it's called like Leica Tears of something, something, something. Mm-hmm. But it's called a Motorvania, and you're on this little oh, motorcycle. Yes. <laughs> you're popping people. You're like doing all these crazy little tricks and stuff. I'm super hyped about this. This one showed incredibly well to me. So uh, let me tell you, Leica will be in my shopping cart immediately when it releases. It looked like a trials game, like like a yes, biking trials game, but yes. mixed with shooting. Like, yeah, I know that got my attention. Sign too. me up. I'm uh, I'm on the fence about it. I don't know how I feel about the whole trials, like motorcycle stuff. I like the you know Metroidvania twin stick shooters type type stuff, but we'll see how I vibe with riding around on a dang motorcycle the whole time. How dare you try and end this podcast on a negative note? Now you have to give us another. I love like give us another game. Oh, give us another game. I like the trailer for Resistor. The um, Resistor. Uh, That's another one I had. Destruction racing game uh, yeah, that has like, like a, a speed a, racer. Like it has a speed racer vibe. You know, it has a whole story. You know, story arcs behind it where you're in between races. You're interacting with people. I thought that looked pretty cool. You know, if it was just the racing, I'd be like, eh, whatever. But you give the you give the racers a little bit of heart. You give them a backstory. You make it you make it that much more crushing 
when I blow up your vehicle, mm-hmm. man, that's how you make a game. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, okay, there we go. We ended on a positive note, and I thank you all for listening to Player Player. If you enjoyed it, you guys know the deal. Subscribe to us on your podcasting platform of choice. Rate us five stars on iTunes and tell your friends about us. If you want to join the conversation or have a good time, jump jump on an Maybe even jump on an episode. Why not? Why not? We need, we need to get Brink on an episode. Uh, mm-hmm. Join the Discord. PlayerPlayerPod.com slash Discord. All the links and stuff are going to be in the description down below. Big shout out to Aaron Miller for the intro music. As always, you can follow him at the Miller Channel on Instagram. You can find me on social media as the Hoop Man, where the E is a three. You can find my co-host Pax. You can find my co-host Arsene as Pax Arsenica <laughs> on Twitter and Twitch, or Arsene Lakba on Instagram. Uh, and Katie, where can the people find you? I'm on Twitter. I am Lesbrak. L e s p e r a k. Um, yeah, that's where I do my rambling. So you can find right. me there or on uh, Left Behind Game Club. Yeah, go listen to Left Behind Game Club. I'm sure yeah, Jacob has it? pitched it plenty of times on this show. I don't think the people need to hear. It's a book club video game podcast. <laughs> it's on all your podcasting platforms. The end. Go listen to it, people. Um, and with that, we wrap up our talk about Summer Game Fest. Maybe next week we might jump into a little more of the indie discussion um, because there were a lot of indies we left on the table. And there were a lot of great games that got shown off. But until then, thank you, everybody, for listening. We will see you next week. Goodbye. Peace.